Good morning. This is William Goldstein, and we're here at the podcast, Then Is Now, Fibes Returns. And this is Damon J.A. Goldstein, the son of Dr. Fibes, coming to you on the Then Is Now podcast, featuring host and Fibes fan extraordinaire, Roger Rigor Froilin, and we're bringing you Fibes at 50. Rise and shine, my sinners. When Father Evil starts his day, he gets a little deadly. Deadly Grounds Coffee has the richest, smoothest flavor you'll find anywhere. It's sinfully delicious. Once you go deadly, you never go back. Order yours at getdeadly.com. Coffee's so good, it's scary. Kind of a sick school is this? Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. You're gonna need a bigger boat. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. You got spunk. I hate spunk. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Oh, righty then. How you doing? Back off, man. I'm a scientist. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Say hello to my little friend. I love to smell the great plum in the morning. What are you people? On dope? Stop whining. I got a crap on your deck that can choke a donkey. Who is your daddy? I'm sorry, but all questions must be submitted in writing. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Can I do that? I'll be back. A dynamite! Up your nose when you have a phone. What? I'm sailing! I'm sailing! Groovy. You, you want the moon? Just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around it. Pull it down. Love means never having to say you're sorry. Here's looking at you, kid. We got no food. We got no jobs. Our pets' heads are falling off! Go to the coast. We get together. Have a few laughs. Hear that, Elizabeth? <laughs> I'm coming to join you, honey. I'm not a doctor, but I play one on TV. I love it when a plan comes together. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to 11. 11, exactly. One louder. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to 11. We're on a mission from God. Welcome to a very special episode of Then Is Now Podcast. I am your host, Rigor. In episode 40, we had the creator of the film, the abominable Dr. Fibes, William Goldstein, and his son Damon on the show to discuss the legacy of Dr. Fibes and all the stuff that's happening with the upcoming third film and all the things that made the original movie so great. Well, the 50th anniversary of the film is this month, May of 2021, and William and Damon are back to discuss their special 50th anniversary celebration as well as to talk about all the books they've written that have expanded the Fibes universe. This is a special event, so we're recording this episode and releasing it just days before the Five celebration. So sit back and prepare yourself for a fun interview with two amazing guys that are keeping Dr. Fibes and Vincent Price's legacy alive. Class is in session. 
I have a bad feeling about this. How could I possibly be expected to handle school on a day like this? Hey, you in my class? I am today. I think you should consider transferring to shock class. Woo -woo! Now, now, very few students are severely injured in shock class. Bueller. When you were in school. Bueller. Did you ever cut class? Bueller. Yeah, I guess I did. Sure, most kids cut classes. Good, sign this. Um, he's sick. I get so lonely when I hear that third attendance bell ring and all my kids are not here. Seven years of college down the drain. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, so. You lack discipline. As long as I'm here, there will be no grades or gold stars or demerits. We're gonna have recess all the time. Woo! Go, play and have fun now! Folks, I can't tell you how excited I am to have back on the show two great guys that are keeping the legacy of a horror classic alive. Joining me once again today are William and Damon Goldstein. Welcome back, guys. Thank you, Roger. Thank you, Thank you for having us. Yes, excellent, excellent. I'm so honored that you guys were able to come back on the show. And, you know, as we said uh, when you guys were here last, The Abominable Dr. Fibes is an important part of horror film history. And you guys have done a great deal to keep it and its sequel, Dr. Fibes Rises Again, not only relevant in our pop culture, but you've also expanded the Fibes universe, or as I like to call it, the Fibesverse. Now, the 50th anniversary is upon us, so why don't you guys tell our listeners about the celebration that you've got coming up? Well, as as you've seen, we, we've been invited to Peter Fuller's legacy of vincent price uk uh podcast to uh, be guests on his show and it's going to feature as we just outlined the 50th anniversary of the abominable dr fives a horror cult classic film from 1971 we're going to be on this podcast my father who's joining us today uh as you've just heard and uh, also carolyn monroe Lady Victoria Fives from the original film. Now in that film, she she didn't have a speaking part, and in fact, she's uncredited with the role. They would just showed uh, some stock photos of her, but she's going to be joining us on that show, and that's our main push for the 50th anniversary. We do have some other uh, podcasts lined up, including uh, another return visit with you, Rigor. So we're 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 going to extend our celebration throughout the year. Extend is, is the right word. Let's remember that we have a very wide global uh, social media presence. There must be ha at least half a dozen uh, groups. A new one just joined with 1,500 members. That's thanks to you, Damon, for engineering all of that. And individually, uh, text and uh, uh, LinkedIn messages just keep coming. So bring them on and uh, we will accommodate you. I, I, I should mention uh, Under Wraps Now is a brand new story, Forever Fives. Uh, the script is just rounding into uh, completion. Uh, it's got a new desk geometry in it and fitting adversaries for the doctor. Uh, we'll keep that uh, on the back burner for now. Excellent, excellent. And was this event uh, difficult to put together? You know, uh, I've been a Facebook friend of Peter Fuller's for quite a while now, and we've been building up to this. The pandemic has hit us as well as 
uh, our brothers across the ocean in the UK. So there was a little bit of a hiccup, let's say, as far as uh, getting the word out last year. But we've both been steadily sending out posts. And in fact, Peter has sent out all these invitations as well, including the announcement with Carolyn Monroe. So it's been a huge buildup uh, for about three years now. And wow. uh, we're expecting it to be a full house. Uh, there are a few tickets left, but um, Peter says they're going fast. So, so if you're hearing us now, uh, certainly uh, get on your Facebook page and look for that invitation or go to uh, uh, our Dr. Fives pages, the Dr. Fives Cult Classic Series Facebook page, and you'll see the invitation there. And I believe you also posted it, uh, Rigor, on your um, uh, pages. Yeah. So um, and I'm gonna check out that link too. there. Yeah, check out that link there and see if, see if you can, uh, uh, if there's six left, certainly certainly buy those and uh, we'll see you on the show. Awesome. Awesome. I got my ticket, so I'm, I'm ready to go. Um, <laughs> one thing I love is as you had mentioned um, earlier, I think it was William that Caroline Monroe is really only in it as an image. And yet she's still closely related to the movies. I just love that fact that the fans continue to, to really, uh, you know, embrace that her part, her contribution to the movie. Some, there are actors and then there are actors and some just have it even without uh, dialogue uh, they 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 make their mark uh, the comments we we keep getting is that is she coming back we didn't see enough of her and will she have some speaking lines so we may have a surprise or two in the new story <laughs> stay tuned stay stay tuned excellent excellent Bye. And Damon, right. can you just kind of walk us through like what the event, what exactly is going to happen? Like if I log into it, what what's gonna, what am I to expect? Well, you're going to, you're going to, I believe. Now I did go over this a little bit with Peter, and so there's going to be a panel uh, of guests. Uh, as I mentioned, it will include my father, myself, Carolyn, Peter Fuller, the the main host. Victoria Price will also be there. So she's the daughter of Dr. Fives in a sense, and um, uh, in a very real sense, as her father uh, portrayed and fulfilled the role of Dr. Fives and really made Dr. Fives what he is today uh, as far as the fan base and, and, and uh, his effect on, on horror movies in general. But we're also going to have another uh, Fivesophile fan uh, in Justin Humphreys. And so I, I imagine what's going to happen is in, it's going to be a Zoom meeting. So we're going to be, our faces will be projected for everyone to see. And I think we're going to field some, some questions at that point or, or let the fans, you know, kind of loose on what they have to say. Maybe it's a question or maybe it's just a, a sharing of their favorite scene or memory from the film. So it's going to be, it's going to be slightly formatted in a Q and a or a meet and greet type of uh, meeting with, with plenty of uh, uh, little extras. Uh, Peter says he's, he's working on some, some visual content, some media that we'll all be able to enjoy 
maybe scenes from the film as well. So definitely looking forward to, uh, you know, full on fives or fivesian or fives verse type of uh, environment. Excellent. It should, it should be pretty lively. Uh, I'm getting, I'm getting uh, on my pages on Facebook contacts from people in London whom I've never met and uh, who are new fans and they're asking what's up with fives. Now, I don't know what to say to them other than <laughs> stay tuned. And I give them this address. So uh, talk about generation spanning. These are, these are the kids and the grandkids of the original fans. London is significant because the abominable Dr. Fives was shot at Elstree Studios and right. it, it, it left its mark. So it should be a, a lively meeting and uh, a happy birthday party, among other things. It brings me back to the premiere here at the Pantages, which people are still talking about in, in Hollywood. Uh, that was a that was a Klieg light affair. Uh, 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 helicopters overhead, antique cars pulling up to the Pantages. People in their red. There was a, a, a real red carpet. Uh, from the wow. street into the theater and it was yes. sro inside uh it was a wow evening so we're this will be a virtual event and we're looking for the same kind of sockum excellent excellent and there's a special bonus to this with caroline Mon i'm sorry with caroline monroe correct there's going to be some uh yes uh, the fans can i think they can buy a a t 10 minute or five minute one-on-one -on -one chat with Carolyn to ask their question or just to spend that five minutes with, with her on the phone one-on-one. -on -one. And that will be, they, they're taking those uh, requests during the show or even before the show, you can do that when you buy your ticket, they'll give you the option to buy that time with her. And then after the show, she'll be, she'll be, uh, uh, taking those calls one-on-ones. -on so there's, that's a little, a, a little, uh, nice tidbit and highlighted feature. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. I definitely think that's a, a value add for the whole event, which is already awesome to begin with. Um, so people would get a chance to just sort of have a one-on-one -on -one with her. And I think they're just, uh, five minutes you're allowed, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I believe you're right there. We were the, and, and so that's, you know, you ask, well, how far reaching and how has the legacy continued? Well, if you followed her career at all, if you followed Caroline's career at all, uh, after she did uh, Dr. Fives, she was already she was already a movie star before that. She did she did the adventures of Sinbad and a couple of other, um, let's say, uh, pseudo sci-fi. I want to say. I, it was, I say pseudo because it was in the past. She did, you know, Sinbad was kind of like Arabian Nights as far as when it was situated. And so a B movie, I guess you would say B movie, but she was really good. And she was often the, the lead actress in the film, but she, she went on to do a, a Bond film. So she's a famous Bond girl yep. from the James Bond series. So uh, her fans uh, are all into this event and they're going to get to speak with uh, Victoria Fives, who, as we just went over, uh, did not give us that that uh, pleasure and that um, 
privilege to hear her and see her act in in the uh, in the original movie, The Bottle of Doctor Five. She we did see her uh, other than a photo uh, when she was in the sarcophagus with Doctor Five. Certainly at the end, and right. there were there was that moment uh, that we saw her actual body, which which was which was an unforgettable scene. It was a sarcophagus built for two. And uh, right. Mendelssohn's music closes, and yeah. the scene fades away, and it's you can't forget that. I mean, <laughs> right uh, in the annals in the air, in the air, annals of funereal science, uh, I think that would, that's a landmark. I'm still getting it, it, comments about that. <laughs> right, right. It's 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 embedded in 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 my in my memory, and because I think especially because. The photos that we see of Victoria are all in black and white up until then. Right. And it, as you as you may remember, the film was shot and all. The, I mean, it was very colorful. We had the Art Deco going, and every all the costumes and the, everything was very uh, colorful. And so we see her in you know in stasis there. She, yet she's draped in uh, uh, I think saffron. And the silk lining of the of the coffin, double coffin, is this luxurious uh, color as well. And so it's a stark uh, contrast between the black and white, and then seeing her, although she's dead, in living color. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really it really sears sears the image on your eye sockets and. And uh, like my dad says, uh, uh, that uh, that scene, people remember have remembered it and do will remember that scene into the future. It's just uh, it's one of those. It's one of the one of the main things of, of the Abominable Doctor Five's movie and the Doctor Five's legacy. That's that's all Anton wants to do is is bring her back to life. So. Absolutely. That's the journey we're on now. That's the mission we're on now, and and people have uh, have joined in. They're they're eager to see uh, that happen. In in, in 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 one sentence, love reaches beyond the veil, uh, which is the other <laughs> aspect. Which is the other aspect of, of of the five's horror story because it is a love story inside of a horror story and we see we actually see him uh leaning over her pink quartz sarcophagus in the shrine room at their maldine square mansion and he's reciting john dunn now how more romantic can, can you get <laughs> exactly exactly and that that whole end sequence like you said that that was burned into my mind too when i saw it at like age eight or nine on TV there, and uh, it's something you take away. And, you know, it sounds like this is going to be really amazingly attended with a lot of people. Could you foresee this maybe turning into sort of like an annual Fibes Horror Convention, perhaps? Oh, well, (laughs) I don't don't know that I thought thought of it in that that terms, Rigor, but uh, certainly that's a possibility. You know, we've got our, uh, our hands full with, all the things we're doing right now, but that certainly could be something that we 
we would want to get uh, get behind and realize. I mean, you touched on it. We've got this third film, Forever Fives, uh, uh, coming up, and we're in these conversations now. That we've been in conversations before, but this is this seems to be a, a bit more on the serious side and uh, has a bit more potential. So I'm totally uh, involved in that, both my dad and I, and. Uh, that's ongoing. So, yes, I mean, we're always we always want to do and and give our fans more fives. And and this project, it's not a, a remake, right? It's a continuation of the story, correct? Exactly. It's, exactly. And that's, yeah, it's, that's it's, a it's, big. It's, it's it's brand new. It's a brand new story, actually. Yeah, it's based on books three and three and a half of the. Uh, we haven't talked about the book series at all but there are now five books and one uh, additional one in in, uh, in the last stages of its editing but this new script draws from the middle books of the series uh, right. and it has it has a uh, one of the things about about fives uh, two things one he's not a common murderer right. and two he takes on a worthy adversary and uses his inventive genius to craft a death geometry. So the first one was the Gatach in uh, the Abominable Dr. Fives from the Book of Exodus. Right. The new one is under wraps, but let's, let's for now, let's say that it has a, a, a Middle Ages source that was widely associated with the morals and beliefs of, of that of that period and it's scary as hell all hell <laughs> oh cool <laughs> we'll leave we'll leave it at that well you can you can give them the one the one other clue and and this would be for the art historians and that's the name of Hieronymus Bosch Ooh. Um, and and some of his some of his uh masterworks which he's he's mainly known for uh, Garden of Earthly Delights, um, yeah. Which was not so delightful when you look very closely. It was, right. it was more a nightmare. <laughs> but um, uh, master painter and something that we've uh, we found a a framework for for it's essentially the third death geometry death geometry we're kind of uh, jumping over the second one in Dr. Five Rises again. Right. Uh, which was more, which was more, which was revealed more in the book, which those are the two, the first two books in the, in the uh, series, in the book series are the movie tie-in books with the original movies. Right. That's an inter interesting distinction because these days it's done where the adaptation will, of the movie will be done from the book. Um, back then, or certainly the way those books were written, was they, was they were adapted from the screenplays that my father and Jim Whitens wrote, as well as the movies. So they were done after the movies and, and done in reverse, essentially. So my father, when he wrote the second book, Dr. Fives Rises Again, that was a culmination of, as I mentioned, the, the both the script, the screenplay, 
which was an option script for the movie and AIP chose to not pick up the option. So the book is also adapted from the film. So you have, a, uh, you have the book containing information and scenes and dialogue and all of that and character development in, included in this uh, second depth ge geometry, which as we, as the fans uh, may know, was set in Egypt. Right. And all of those deaths were framed around that geography as well as um, a loose, a loose uh, connection to Seven Deadly Sins and some other Egyptian connections. The books since then uh, have branched out and have, uh, we now have a population of, here, here's the thing about, uh, Balzac was, a, was an example, uh, over 50 novels. He met characters along the way, he met names along the way, and would use them for the story and then discard them. And three or four books <laughs> later, he'd meet them again, and he'd have a built-in uh, personality, which he didn't have to invent. And, that, and that's what happens in any story that's, got, that's worth its salt. So what's happened with us, with Fives anyway, is, is out of the two early books have come a few characters, but they simply have multiplied now, and there's a whole... I have a whole population here on my on the shelf, and <laughs> yeah. some of them, some of them. Well, for example, the the, the book five, book five is uh, Doctor Five's Androbots, and it's it's a travelogue of of the band, which which are techno aristocrats made by Fives as part of an entourage, but they are discovered by uh, a high school student and his girlfriend who they don't abscond with them, but they take them on they take them on a musical tour of the country and they play concerts and we meet and get to know uh, Willie Sweets for example uh, Gottfried the bassist player and their lead singer Sophie who is the penultimate five creation and there's something very curious about her because we see her and we see the lines. She's looking at herself in the, in the makeup mirror and she says, she says something and hang on, hang on to this because this, this is a new thread of another story. Uh, you know, in the annals of puppetry, uh, being like humans is the uh, desired effect. But she looks at herself in the mirror and she says, I know I'm supposed to be human, but do I really want that? And she looks again <laughs> right. at her image and she says, do, do you? Now, that's a whole <laughs> other thing. And, and I, the, the, the initial reactions I'm getting to that, that's scary in itself. I won't say any more, but you will you will hear more of the puppets of Fives Creations. We, we can go, we can spend an hour or two on how exactly did he get to do that. But that's all a very technical, very, very... Uh, right. Very involved. Anyway, let, let's leave it at that. Shark Bites, Shark Bites podcast. It's the greatest show in history. From the Dorkening Network, 
hosted by a nerd who's named Patsy. From movie reviews to tips on surviving the coronavirus, Shark Bites has it all. Follow us on Facebook and suggest topics at sharkbitespod at gmail.com. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Hello, this is Rod Barnett. I'm the host of The Bloody Pit, the podcast that examines films from across the decades. On The Bloody Pit, we have several ongoing series of shows within the show focused on specific things in genre cinema that I and my co-hosts find fascinating. There's a long-running series focused on Italian maestro Antonio Margheriti's films from the 1960s all the way up through 1990. There's an on-again, off-again series focused on 1970s science fiction films. There's an in-depth look at the Western movies that William Castle made before he struck out on his own and became the horror auteur that we know and love. A look at the classic Coffin Joe films from Brazil. And our long-term project to look at every universal horror film made in the 1940s. That's a long project, people. It's going to take us a long time. Sprinkled in amongst those are various other episodes focused on other stranger areas of cinema, like uh, Lucio Fulci, Dario Argento, and even some obscure British crime films from time to time. So join me and my rotating crew of co-hosts as we examine the stranger side of cinema through an exploitation lens. Except when we don't? Yeah, you never really know exactly what to expect on The Bloody Pit. So join me for The Bloody Pit. spine-tingling, nerve-shattering podcast featuring all your favorite monsters. You won't believe your ears when you listen to Monster Kid Radio. Here are your hosts, Derek M. Cook, and his ever-rotating stable of guests discuss your favorite classic and sometimes not-so-classic monster movies. Subscribe to Monster Kid Radio through iTunes or Stitcher, or visit MonsterKidRadio.net before the next weekly episode of Monster Kid Radio. Go through the archives for interviews with Sarah Karloff, Victoria Price, and Joel Hodgson. Listen to discussions about movies like Creature from the Black Lagoon, Island of Terror, and King Kong. And don't forget convention coverage from Monster Bash and the HP Lovecraft Film Festival. Classic Monsters, Modern Talk, and the Head of Rondo Hatton. Only on Monster Kid Radio. And I love how the novels have, you've deeply expanded the Fives universe, you know, the Fives verse. And especially in um, in your novelization of Fives Rises Again, I think you made Darius Biederbeck an even more worthy adversary than when Robert Quarry portrayed him in the movie. Well, let me let me say this about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, 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 the pyramids were at one time 
served by water, the quaternary aquifer, to be specific. And it was believed, and still is believed, that underneath the Great Pyramid is water that hasn't seen air, touched by air, for three millennia. And it's referred to as fossil water. Now, in the book, we describe the race that Beiderbecke is on. He's running out of his elixir. Right. And he's rushing, rushing to get back <laughs> there to get to get a refill. And literally, I mean, he's a well, he's a vain man who wants to keep his looks and be be special with the ladies. That that's <laughs> that's what he most wants to do. And uh, unfortunately, Fives and he are on a collision course. But we make more of that in in the in the book than we did on the film. Yeah, uh, I'm. I've gone back to that. It's, it's a touchy, touchy issue because uh, archaeologists are not convinced now that the water is still flowing. At one time, it was. So, and hmm. when you deal with scientific research and information, you have to be very careful because if you flub it, if you fool around with it, you can make enemies. Yeah. And and uh, scientists, uh, I'm a chemist by trade, so scientists are, are very careful about what's said and correcting what isn't right. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> fossil water is there. <laughs> You don't want to misrepresent uh, any science facts. So that's absolutely true. Right. That And that, that attention to detail is what makes these stories so awesome. And I think that, you know, for me, I feel like, you know, five should be celebrated all year. And reading the books is the best way to do that because it, it totally immerses you into that unbelievably creative universe that you've constructed. I just love it. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Rigor. That's, yeah, that's. That's been the focus. I mean, uh, it's been about 10, well, it's, it's going to go on 12 years, uh, pretty much where I signed up full time to work with my, my dad and, and do exactly that. We've developed not only past characters, but we've also taken clockwork wizards, as my dad mentioned, some of the yep. names and, and, and given those individual musicians a full-on character that each one of them can be a story in their own. And in fact, that's what we've done with Sophie. She's, she's, uh, she's a clockwork wizard, but she's also uh, transitions into the new, the band that can play forever in the Androbots. Nice. So those were, those are some of my early contributions uh, when I signed on full time with my dad. And we developed. Damon, say say together. that again. Say that again. What's that? The band that can play anywhere, anytime, any place. The band that can play forever. I mean, think about that. What what does that say? That that talks about eternity. That's the same kind of eternity that we see in the double sarcophagus <laughs> right. of Fives and and his, and his beloved. So we're we're really touching. We're really touching on eternity here. And remember what we said earlier, love reaches beyond the veil. So right. Keep that in mind. Right. Well, you know, some somewhere over the rainbow, love means forever for Dr. Fives. Right. That's true. 
That's true. And that's, that's, a, uh, that's a very uh, subtle underlying theme that I've brought into our pages and that we have interlaced in most of our digital content is the rainbow. And because it was, it was at the end of the original, uh, the second film, they had it in there. But for copyright reasons, the, uh, the writers of that song, the Somewhere Over the Rainbow, uh, was cut. Uh, they didn't appreciate that the, the reference of being in a, a horror film from a classic uh, Wizard of Oz origin. So, uh, <laughs> but they've since they have since they have since restored that ending. Yes, and uh, you can actually go on YouTube and catch the ending of the film with that song featured uh, uh, back and fully restored. And it's wonderful. I mean, it's wonderful. It's, it's supposed to be Vincent singing the song. And I, I, I'm not positive if it is or not. That's one of those things that you, you can't really uh, confirm, but um, I think it uh, is. sure sounds like him. So yeah. uh, it's a treat. It's a special treat. And at both of the, both endings of both films, the first one, we get his laugh, his, his, his trademark laugh, Vincent Price trademark laugh after the sarcophagus coffin closes. And then at the second one, we get him uh, after the gates uh, close behind him uh, and, and Peter Beck uh, shrivels up into dust because he's run out of the elixir. We hear Vincent going down the, the river there on a, on a, <laughs> kind river, of a gondola. He's on it. <laughs> yeah, the river sticks on a gondola with 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 uh, and somehow Volnavia has come back and she's with him and he's and he starts singing there as he's rowing. So he starts singing somewhere over the rainbow. And right. it's just it's it's amazing. It echoes through the water there. And it's it's a great scene. And that's another one that just sticks in your memory. It stays with you once you've heard it uh, and seen it. And so the fans these are the highlights that the fans have really, really uh, grouped around and, and want to see more and more of. Well, I love that. So I love been, Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I, I was just, I was just repeating. It's just been, you know, we, we find these little, these little tidbits, these little special moments and that's where it opens up into a whole new world because you, you take that just like my dad said, you've got these characters and when you meet them again, they've already got their personality. They've already got their, let's say sayings or idiosyncrasies uh, about them. So it just flows. Once you meet them again, you're going to, you're going to hear them speak this way. They're going to look this way. They're going to act this way. This was already set up for you. You essentially just have to kind of let the words flow. Right. The right. words flow. And one thing I love is the um, the irony of the rainbow as a metaphor, because it's one of those things where it, it's almost like uh, Fives' goal. And, you know, he's constantly trying to get to the end of the rainbow. And it's uh, it's almost an impossibility. But, damn it, he's going to do it anyways. You know? Exactly. No, he's, he's undaunted. He's undaunted by the challenge. And, you know, this is another one of those subtle connections to what we're seeing visually that isn't necessarily spoken about. It's kind of between the lines, but uh, Volnavia, now Sophie, and the clockwork wizards themselves, uh, they're more than just his entourage, and they're more than just 
his assistant, his mute assistant. Uh, and we, we only hint at it, but there is a very deep story there yeah. that is connected to Dr. Five's forever mission. And, you know, it, this is what, this is the foundation of what, why he's continuing this mission. Right. He is, he is going to find out, he is going to find the uh, fountain of youth or the, the way to bring his dead wife back to life. He's going to do that. And that is his forever mission. So these are essentially his efforts, the fruit of his labor and, right. and ultimate goal is to bring her back to life through this uh, experimentation. So he's, they're a construct. Clockwork Wizards, Sophie, and Volnavia are constructs, and they are versions of his experiments to, to do just that, to bring successfully now. So they're trial efforts, if you will. And so he, what he learns from, Here, here's a, from here's, them, here's he's a going to... Here's a, yeah. here's, a, here's a throwaway line. Brainwaves in puppets. Ooh. Brainwaves in puppets. Oh, that's cool. Uh, there's a there's a there's a segment where the uh, at the time they were called wizards are discovered in his mansion. He's not there, and uh, they are taken away by a, a researcher and studied. And we see and read from his notebooks, and in the notebooks there are detailed descriptions of his of his studies on these puppets, as he calls them. And one of the final entries is his observation that uh, one of the puppets has shown brainwaves, which he has recorded. Wow. Can, yeah. yeah. You can you can chew, chew on, the audiences, uh, the, yeah. the readers can chew on that for a while. Yeah. yeah. Cue, cue all the science buffs and, and AI fans <laughs> and, and code writers nice that's amazing well guys i'm so excited for this you know like i told the folks at the very very beginning of the show uh we're doing this this week and we're going to release it i'm going to have it posted in the next day or two so we have plenty of time between when it gets posted and when the event is which is on sunday uh may 16th right that's correct yes what time is it at here on the west coast it's going to be at 11 a.m in the morning okay which from what i understand is six o'clock uk time that's okay in england and then uh on your time what is it for your time roger it'd be two o'clock okay that's perfect you're you're in chicago roger, right the what you're in chicago no i'm in maine <laughs> you're in maine right where whereabouts it's a little town called which is just on the uh new hampshire border okay we used to summer when when, when we lived in Upstate New York, we used to spend a couple of weeks in the summer on the coast just above Kennebunkport. Oh, very and, nice. And uh, I remember, I remember the lobster pots and the, the perfect white sand, and the blue Atlantic Pacific, as you know, is green. The Atlantic is blue. You live in a very beautiful state, so good for you. Well, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Yes, the the beaches are amazing here. So. Um, all right, guys. Well, I'm going to. I'm hoping to have you guys back again in a few weeks, so we can do a follow up on the event. You can tell us all about it and uh, maybe elaborate on some surprises that you unveiled during the event too. Does that sound like fun? It does sound like a lot of fun. It does. Thank you very much for your introspective and expert 
postage, posting rather, and we'll look forward to the results in a day or two and uh, perhaps uh, the next meeting in a couple weeks. So again, thank you very much. Take care. And I'm going to sign off now. Excellent. Thank you so much. It's It's been an honor. I truly appreciate it. All right. Take care, guys. Rigor, thank you so much for having us on your show. We've had a great time. And as my dad just said, we look forward to seeing you again, uh, maybe uh, maybe in a couple of weeks. And we'll re- report back to you on the event. Obviously, uh, you're going to be there, too. So oh, yeah. um, we'll share we'll share some 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 good times from then. Great. Great. Well, thank you so much, Damon. All right, regard. Take care. Well, we hope you enjoyed uh, revisiting things with William and Damon Goldstein and talking about all things Fibes. Don't forget, as of this recording, the the Fibes 50th celebration is coming up on Sunday, May 16th in 2021. So please get online, get your tickets. They're very inexpensive and uh, you not only can enjoy the celebration with everyone else, but there is an option to have a private five-minute session with Caroline Monroe. So I highly encourage everyone to support this because if you support this and you support the 50th anniversary of Dr. Fibes and you show Hollywood that there is an interest in this property, then the third movie will really start to take shape and take off. So uh, I, I recommend it. All the links for... Everything is going to be in the show notes, so check that out at havenpodcasts.com. And don't forget, when you go there, you'll also find our sister show, The East Meets the West, in which we discuss Shaw Brothers films and spaghetti western movies. Then Is Now Podcast is a proud member of the Dorkening Podcast Network, so please be sure to check out the other great shows there at thedorkening.com. And Then Is Now is on YouTube, so please visit youtube.com slash user slash UncleDeath1 to get the latest videos as well as other fun videos. And please subscribe to our YouTube page and also share the video versions of our podcast with your friends and get them to subscribe as well. And don't forget to go wherever you download your podcast from and leave us a great review so that more listeners can find us. You can Find us on all the podcasting apps, especially the big three, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Class dismissed. The Venice Now podcast is intended for entertainment, educational, and informational purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during this podcast are the property of their copyright holders. All original content is copyright Jupiter Media.
For more shows like the one you just heard, check out the Dorkening Podcast Network at thedorkening.com.